This is the Another Way to See It podcast, a show about perspective. I'm Randy, an old soul with a beginner's mindset, curiously navigating this journey we call life. I bring my life experiences and authentic curiosity to meet people where they are, challenging them to break the old blueprints and patterns that are no longer in alignment, cleaning up our messes to learn and evolve. I'm Kim. As a coach, I take a hawk-like perspective. I use keen, big picture seeing, deep embodied listening, and the courage to ask hard questions, to contextualize experiences and connect dots. In this way, I help guide my clients to places that are well-examined, expansive, and full of possibility. Each week, we dive deep into topics that most of us navigate in our everyday life. We're glad you're on this journey with us. Thanks for tuning in to the Another Way to See It podcast. I'm Kim Moran here with Randy Poindexter. And today we're talking about being annoyed. Go. (laughs) Oh, Kim, that was quick. Why was that so quick? I don't want this moment of annoyance, this truth to pass. Let's go. Oh, okay. Truth. Truth bomb. Uh, sorry, not sorry for this episode, whatever comes out. Uh, this is, this is real life, real time. I'm currently in a car, but yeah. So I was briefly talking as we jumped on this call about, uh, I being annoyed. It's not angry. It's not, uh, maybe it's a little bit of frustration. Um, I can't really pinpoint it, but we're going to talk about it. And so for me, I guess I'm struggling with, I'm just hearing a lot of people struggling with they're growing, they're evolving, and other people are not supportive, are wanting to hinder their growth, and they're taking it personally of like, oh, I don't know how to deal with this because you're not the same person from so however long ago. I'm seeing it a lot. I'm hearing about it. And it, it's like either support or kind of what you said um, in, a, in a conversation we had, Kim, is just mind your own business. People are waking up. People are tired of being stuck and stagnant and dealing with the same shit. And they're finally doing something about it. And then there's people that are supposed to support them. And they're just holding them back and, you know, making them feel like they shouldn't be doing the work. And I, I guess I'm just fed up with it today. I don't, I don't know exactly what triggered it. I was out disc golfing and, you know, I, I don't know if it was from a conversation I had with a close friend that that's finally like at that breakthrough point of like, I'm tired of living like this. I'm going to change. And their spouse is like, uh, this isn't working for me because I don't know how to deal with you now. Well, guess what? either shit or get off the pot you can either support it or you can mind your own fucking business and like i don't know what why i'm so amped up about it i don't know if it's because i i I resonate so much with it and i was there because during my growth and my journey people have been like oh you're not the same uh our friendship isn't the same yeah because i've changed like this is the new me. You can either support it and like it and be a part of it, 
or we can part ways. Nothing personal. I don't hold on to that shit anymore. Like, quit taking it so personally. You're not a victim because I'm growing. Oh, everything you're saying and the energy that's coming out, I love it. It's electric. I feel it. And I love this topic so much. So thanks for bringing it <laughs> forward. <laughs> not that yeah, you can I mean, help I, it. <laughs> I, I couldn't because, like, we talked yesterday and and on the backside of these recordings, we we bring up topics that we want to discuss. Sometimes it's planned out a few days out. Sometimes it's a week out. Sometimes it's spur of the moment. And this is completely off the cusp. And this is, this is real time, real talk. And this is what's grinding my gears right now. And it's pissing me off. Let me ask you some questions if that's all right with you. Of course, please. All right. Why do you think people react poorly to people in their lives, their significant others, their children, their parents, their friends making change? Why do you think that that gets them all riled up? Because it's the unknown. It's nobody. I shouldn't say nobody. A lot of people out there do not like change. They like staying in their bubble, in their comfort zone. And when their rock, their support system, their significant other, however you want to word it, deviates from their normal, from their comfort zone, it rattles their cage. What is the underlying emotion of all of that? Fear. Totally. I get it. And it's fucking scary. It's, it's scary for the person that's doing the work. It's scary for the people around them in the sense, but we, the people that are doing the work and are not having the support system, they have to decide, am I going to be selfish and take this leap? Because I am not happy with where I'm at. I am, I am questioning things. I am struggling with the concept of societal norms and I, I want to get curious about it. Like you have to you have to jump off that cliff of saying, I'm doing this for me for nobody else. I am not people pleasing here. I am not and it's not coming from like a disrespectful place against the other person or the people, but like you have to make that commitment that this is for you and you're gonna do whatever it takes to find what you're looking for. I agree with you. The only thing that I would change about that statement that you just made is the word selfish. If you were sick and you had to do some things for your health, would that be selfish? No. So I feel like waking up, doing the growth, healing childhood wounds and patterns and all of that isn't selfish. It's healing. It's so confronting to the people that we have negotiated relationships with when we were asleep or when we were ill. Because what that means is like, this might not stick. This relationship might be over. And I feel like having been married for over 20 years, there are a lot of unspoken agreements. And once you start to wake up to those unspoken agreements and say, hey, wait a minute, I don't remember, you know, I made this agreement, but I was asleep or I was unaware or I didn't know. 
you know, that is rocking the foundation of a relationship. And those happen in friendships and parent-child relationships and, and you know, romantic relationships and marriages and all that. So it's just, it is very scary to those people. And then something that's really been powerful is that, you know, how much we would do to hide ourselves, what lengths we would go to to keep things secret. So when someone starts to come out and they're looking at their stuff and then, you know, you can see other people's stuff. And that is so frightening to other people in our lives. We see their attachment wounds. We see, oh, all kinds of stuff. And that is not okay. Agreed. And like, we've talked about this numerous times on this podcast of redefining words, words that don't align with the versions that we are now. And like, selfish is one of those words. Like it has such a bad rap from our childhood and being told, you know, to, to look after others and all this other stuff. And like, yes, when you wake up and you start seeing those other, those other almost traits in people, those programs, those blueprints, and you can, you can make that decision that yeah that's not mine that's theirs and when you make that decision and you're speaking your truth and you're living in your truth it rattles that other person's cage because once again at the end of the day it's a mirror and they might not understand or grasp like oh why why do i feel this way because this person's acting differently or or you know they've their actions are different their their vocabulary is different their energy is different like when that happens it's just so such weightlifting because you're not carrying everybody else's shit like you're just there's enough of our own individual stuff that we have to carry and navigate and and exert our energy into that when you you're when you're carrying other people's stuff like your energy is already at like let's say you start the day with a hundred percent of battery life like that's every day you start off with a hundred percent fully charged right if you're carrying everybody else's stuff and your significant and let me just pause hold on let me stop here i'm not saying that one person in a relationship can grow and evolve and the other person is always what I'm describing now. Like, I, I want to be clear of that, that I'm not associating this to every single relationship. So if you're carrying everybody else's stuff or your significant other stuff or stuff from work and all that, and the day, next thing you know, it's 9 a.m., you're already at 50%. And you've still got 16 hours of the day left. So then by the time, you know, you do get off work and you do have time to yourself, you're already down to 10%. You're not going to be able to have the capacity to do some of that work that you need to do. You're not going to be able to fully submerge in a meditation or fully dump uh, into a journal or have patience and grace for yourself on a therapy call. Like you have to quit carrying other people's shit 
in this growth, in this journey that you decide to go on? I also think that's why it is so difficult for people to watch you go through that process because you are no longer carrying their stuff. You're demanding that they carry it for themselves. And that is really like if if you've been counting on someone else to carry your baggage, to tiptoe around your triggers, uh, and then all of a sudden they say, oh, I'm not going to do that anymore. You're out of shape because you haven't been carrying your own stuff. And all of a sudden someone's like, no, that's yours. You can carry your bag. And if you haven't done the process of unburdening yourself and getting rid of those rocks, right, that are in your backpack, it's going to be heavy. So it's not going to feel good. And that that's another reason I think that people push back. And also, let's be really honest, like it's not something that most people know how to do. And they don't maybe have language and it's not a graceful process. I mean, it's pretty full on as we've been talking about lately. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's really, it's really hard. And also not everyone's going to do it. I think it's really a blessing in disguise. Just from my opinion, I'd rather know who's in and who's out. And like, I don't know, like for me, talking about this and the energy that I have in this right now, uh, like, I think it's coming from a place of tough love, right? Like, I want what's best for the people that are in my life. And the last three years for me have been tough. I've gone through tons of changes, done ton of work, healed a lot of childhood trauma, adult trauma. Like, <laughs> there. I've done so much work and I've also lost, I've had to, I've had to release that weight. I've had to release friendships that I thought were friendships, but they weren't. And doing that is also scary for the person that's doing the work. Yeah. Like, because you're, because, because you're committing to yourself and you think you have this this support group, this tribe, like this community of close knit friends. And then as soon as you deviate from the normal that they know of you, it's your fault. You're the bad guy. You're the one that's, you know, not being normal, but fuck that. I'm being normal. I'm challenging things. I'm growing. I don't want to be stagnant. I don't want to be the same person I was a year ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Like, Yeah. So this is the new normal. Me always evolving is normal. Like that's what we need to make normal. Yes, Brandy. There are seasons of being alone. There are seasons that we need to be alone, you know, and it is scary because like if you're a person that's really been comfortable in relationships when you're alone, I mean, wow, you it's it's hard. But I do think that it's important because when you are constantly surrounded by other voices to get in contact with the voice that is yours that has been silenced for so long is very difficult. I hear a lot of people talk about periods of isolation that we go through so that we can get in touch with ourselves. And, you know, I mean, people who are religious say this is how you get in touch with spirit, with God, that that, that the whispers cannot be heard when we're surrounded by other people who have needs and have fears. 
No, I, I agree. And I think once again, if we're talking about this topic right now, where I'm at of normalizing stuff, we need to normalize those seasons. Like, and, and Kim, we've talked about our friendship and what we have. And there, there are those, those days, those hours, even those weeks at times when the, I need to isolate, you need to isolate and that's okay. I don't take it personally. I'm like, fuck yeah, Kim, go in there. Let me know how it is when you get out. Like what came up for you? There's that support versus, oh, what did I do wrong? Is she mad at me? Like all those stories, like I don't have time for that because that's not, that's not what I need to carry. For me, seeing someone that's doing the work that goes into that hibernation, that cocoon phase, and it can be like, you know, we talk about seasons, like it's not in correlation to the calendar season. Like I've gone into my cocoon phase in the middle of summer. And the people that get it are my people. They support, they're not, they're not like, oh, what did I do? They say, I'm here for you. Let me know if you need anything. It's taking, it's, it's learning to not take things personally and to also be able to distinguish what's mine to carry and what isn't on both sides of whatever relationship this is correlating with, with the listeners right now, whether it's a partner, a family member, a friend, work, you know, whatever it may be, you know, these are the things that, that you need to ask yourself and, and to, to get curious about is, is what am I carrying? Why am I carrying it? Like there is so much depth and, and I talk about it. Like you have to keep asking that why you have to be that young version of yourself that like, whatever answer you give, it's not enough. It's like, but why, but why, but why? Until it, the, the clarity is there of like, oh, this is why. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've just did that work. It's not mine to carry. I'm moving on. And, and like, yes, in, when you're in this work and when, when this is what you talk about and this is what you follow on social media, you get surrounded by it right? To where it's like, oh yeah, of course this person can relate to me because I'm doing this work or I'm doing whatever I need to do. But there's also the flip side of the coin is that there's that, that gray area of like, you're diving into this, but you're not fully submerging yourself. So like, you don't have that full cusp of the social media bubble to think that it's normal. You still have your parenting challenge. You still have your parents challenging you you still have your spouse challenging you your friends your coworkers. but as soon as you can release that and live in your truth and know that like you're taking care of yourself and you're taking care of your mental health your emotional health that then to correlates into your physical health like you're unstoppable at that point you know, because you can, you can navigate it. And that's not to take away that, that this work becomes easier. You know, it's still difficult. It's still shadow work. It still scares the shit out of me. I mean, the full range of emotions are still there. 
but there's something so powerful of knowing that that's not mine to carry and I'm not going to carry it. That makes the journey easier to navigate. If you are someone who's struggling with depression and suicidal ideation, when you go into that hermit mode, be prepared that people are going to intrude because it is worrisome for them to think that you might harm yourself. If you are a person in relationship with someone who has expressed this idea that they might want to harm themselves, that they are thinking about suicide, you must interrupt that isolation. There are ways to do it, but I would say that is one exception to this rule. Okay. So, and if you are feeling suicidal, we will link the suicide hotline in our show notes. Um, and I may even look it up right now just to put it out there. I think that there are ways to navigate that. I've heard from people in the past, I get it, you're out of commission, but. I'm checking in on you. If you can't type anything back, just give me an emoji, right? So I know that you're doing okay. There are ways to navigate and negotiate these periods of, I call it darkness or going within or cocooning, isolation, retreat, hibernation, all of those words. There are ways to stay connected with people that love and care for you while you're going through that. Um, that require very little of your emotional investment or energy. Yeah, but that that that's also what I'm talking about, though, is support. That's yeah. support. I also want to say that even though we are surrounded by people that understand that this is what we do for a living as coaches, and this is what we are about in our lives, we are constantly still confronted by others that, you know, take it personally. And I think that what happens for us is that we, um, we are able to understand what that is, you know, what that looks like and to respond in appropriate ways, right. To say, oh, your feelings are hurt because you think that I'm, uh, freezing you out. And, you know, I, I understand that that might be painful for you and still, I'm totally like legitimate in saying that this energy that you're putting forth or your requests or your demands or the fact that you crossed a boundary is like not okay with me and I'm strong enough to stay. I have interactions every single day with people that (laughs) are confronting and not supportive. I think it's just that I feel very justified now in taking up that space and holding the line. But I think that it speaks to the fact that you're right. We've been in this. We have found one another. And we found other people that support our work. Also, I want to say just really quickly here, the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline number is 988, 988. So if you are someone who is going through it and you need to reach out, call them, 988. Yeah, I mean, I hear everything you're saying and and I I, I concur. And like, yes, I'm, I'm amped up about this right now. And it also makes me want to say and check myself that I can be firm on my boundaries and I can work on healing myself. And that's not going to deviate from me still being kind to others. 
right? Like I can set a hard boundary and still be firm and kind. I don't have to blow up in your face. I don't have to, you know, flip the script and, and because it's easy to, to point the finger. And so I no longer like take right and wrong out. Like if I don't agree with something you're doing, I'm not going to shame you for it. That's not mine. That's me minding my own business. I might. And once again, this is something that Kim's mentioned off off air is I'm going to speak my truth and I'm still going to support you. What that support looks like is going to vary. But if you're in your truth and if that person is in their truth, it won't be a personal attack. It's a, it's an understanding. The thing is, is that we're just going to see more and more of this now as more and more people start to come online, start to say, oh, wait a minute. You mean I'm working my ass off for this and it's not going to end up where I thought it was, or I've been in this relationship and given everything and this is it or whatever it is. More and more people are coming online and there's going to be a lot of pain associated with that, with confronting the fact that many things that we believed in and invested time and energy into aren't what they appear to be. And there's going to be a lot of people who are losing relationships with people who are like, sorry, you know, I'm, I'm unwilling to play this game anymore. So if you want to still play the game, fine, but I'm out and that's going to be painful. But the truth is, is it, whatever side you're on, it, you can always wake up. You can always grow. You can always make a decision to change. You can always do shadow work and reach out and connect with other people who are like-intentioned, like-hearted, like-minded. It's just that life is evolving and that's the way it is. Like Change is the only thing that is certain in life. So you can not like it. You can resist it. It's happening anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I even uh, posted this quote on social media today that life is a balance between holding on and letting go. Like, there is so much power in having expectations and being able to adapt when they're not being met or they're not what we thought they would be. Of, yes, I want to hold on to this expectation of something that I'm working towards to, but also letting go when it doesn't turn out exactly the way it wanted to in my head. Mm-hmm. And to tie that to relationships of, once again, on all levels here of, yes, there are people that I wanted to, or I had the expectations that would always be in my life. And part of me waking up and a part of me uh, challenging society normals and really leaning into my truth, I've lost those friendships. And I'm not taking it personal. This is part of the game. This is part of the journey. This is part of the pain that you're mentioning. We're going to have to go through this stuff if we're on this path of of always wanting to grow. 
And this, this is just, once again, this might hit people and you may agree, agree with me. You may not, but hopefully it sparks some kind of curiosity in you to either agree to challenge. Uh, if you want to talk about it, let's talk about it. But the whole point of this podcast is for us to spark a conversation that starts within of what's going on. I think when we notice someone in our lives doing something different, the most powerful thing I think to do is to pause and ask yes. what's going on. Tell me about what is going on for you. Why are you, you know, pursuing this? Not in a negative way, like, why are you doing that? Like, tell mm-hmm. me what is happening that this feels like something that you want to do. And let me know how that's going for you. And how can I support you? And is this something I should be looking into? Just ask questions. Get curious. Listen, if you're afraid of getting left behind by someone who's doing the work, then do the work with them. <laughs> right? I mean, get on the get on the bus. Take the ride. See what happens. Curiosity train. Uh, you know I'm gonna be on that one. Yeah. I mean, I think that we dig our heels in instead of saying, hey, what's that about? So I would just offer this, soften the locked knees, soften the elbows, let the rope go just a little. It's just like fishing. You can't just reel it in. You have to work it, you know? And the same thing with, with change. You don't go all in maybe at once. You just dabble a little bit. Well, some people do. <laughs> well, I mean, not you or me, but like, you know. But I'm saying if it's you notice that your, you know, that your friend or that your partner is is trying to do something different. They're trying to eat differently. They're trying, they're reading books, they're talking and using words they've never used before. They're, you know, interested in different things. I mean, I don't understand why that challenges you, but I would say if it does challenge you, get get curious with them, but get curious with yourself too. What, what is this bringing up in me? Do Am I afraid that they're going to leave me if they get thin, if they get fit, if they read this book and they come awake? And then share that. I'm feeling insecure because I feel like you are growing and I feel like you might leave me. And you know what? Truth is, they might say, if you don't look into yourself, I might leave you. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that is scary, but that's an opportunity too. For sure. So in high school, uh, I was like, I'm never leaving the area. <laughs> I'm, I'm staying here. This, is, this place is amazing. There's nothing else out there for me. And then an opportunity came up for me to go to a trade school in Texas. And I left. And when I got to Texas, I was like, Oh, I can't wait to get back to Chesapeake. Like, I know that's where I want to be. And then when I started exploring Texas and actually like being in Texas and living, I was like, holy shit, there's a, it's a whole new world out here. And like, I didn't do a lot of traveling as a kid. Uh, 
vacations and stuff like that. I mean, I went to Disney one, South Carolina and stuff like, but at a, at a young age to where you don't really grasp it. And after Texas, I was like, I came back to Chesapeake thinking this is what I wanted. And the reality was, and my truth was I need to get out of here. I need to see what else is out there and how it happened. I've like, for me, like that wasn't what I expected how to get out of, out of Virginia, but that's what led me out. And that was part of my journey. But like, like you said, if, if you're so like feet planted, I'm not budging. Like then yes, you're going to stay where you are and you're not going to get curious about what, what else is out there for you? And and that's a location, that's people, that's relationships, that's, you know, picking up on energy. Like there's so much out there. If you just get curious, like I'm going to always say that word. It's probably going to come up on every episode. It's been three years. I'm still talking about it. And that's how, like, I'm leading by that example that I am, I'm, I try things. I, I tried Mediterranean food just yesterday and I never had it. And I'm like, this is amazing. Where has it been my whole life? And it's like, I'm continually pushing myself to try new things. And and sometimes it's great. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, that's not for me, (laughs) but that's part of it. And when you live in that space, I feel like, and this is just my standpoint on it. I feel very free flowing. I'm not stuck in a box. I'm not beating my head up against the same wall. Like I'm able, I'm able to navigate things, not carry the weight of them. And don't get me wrong. There are days when stuff sits with me and I, I takes days to navigate. Like I'm not taking away from that thinking that like, I'm just this free flowing person that like nothing weighs me down. Like that's not true, but I'm also able to, to understand and show grace to myself during those times without a lot of the, the negative self-talk and the spiraling out of control. And don't get me wrong, my past self, I lived in that spiral. Like I was that airplane that was spiraling down with both engines on fire. Like there was no pulling out or pulling a parachute, like ride or die. But now I know that that's not healthy. And I know that I don't have to stay there that that like I am in control of my thoughts. And when you live in that space, it's beautiful and a lot of things happen. So I'm not as annoyed now, Kim. (laughs) Thank you for, for being in this space with me. Uh, I feel a lot calmer right now. It's okay to be annoyed. I don't know where we get these ideas that you always have to be, you know, very even keeled. And I I think it's important to get the fire. I mean, to get that fire, let it burn some stuff, let it get out, you know, because it is annoying to be someone who is moving in, in a world where people want everything to stay the same. It feels frustrating. There is friction there. And so let it out. Tell the truth. Just be you. Yeah. And, and right as you said that, like, people want to stay stuck. 
And we talk about pausing and, you know, taking that time for reflection. Like those are two different things. Like taking that pause and slowing down with the curi- the, the intention of challenge and curiosity and taking that pause and sitting with where you're at is different than wanting to stay stuck. Like those are two different things, even though like when you first said that, I was like, well, people think there's, they're paused and they're staying stuck. Like, yeah, but it's like, you have to differentiate the two. I, I would say being stuck is quite an active state of being because it requires so much effort to resist incoming information, new information, new ideas. It's an active state. Being stuck is active. You're actively mm-hmm. holding, shutting out things that are meant for you that are wanting to come into your life. Mm-hmm. is also very intentional. It's an active state in a different way. It's very observational. I would all, I, I would go on to, to say, sorry to cut you off, that the the active state of staying stuck is like decharging. Like, I don't know the correct word here. You mean you're running your back down? Yes. Versus pausing with the intention that we're talking about re-energizes. Yes. Okay. I like that. Right? Like, it's almost, you could take the same state, same action of being stuck or pausing but having the mindset around it and what your intentions are is one or the other. Sure. Stuck is closed. Pausing is open. Unclench the fist, people. You know what I really like, Brandy, is your openness about your process. And I think I've said this many times. I've been doing this for such a long time that I often forget the early steps. I think that you have this beautiful connection to the process since you've done it quite recently and mm-hmm. you've, you really took the time to be in all the various steps that you've been in. And so you're really have a nice way of talking about it. Mm. Well, thank you. And and I think that's where I get the whole concept of, of I'm an old soul with a beginner's mindset. Like I, I truly believe that I was meant to handle everything I've been through since childhood. I believe that I was, I'm strong enough. And even in those times, they didn't make sense, but this is the journey that I was meant to be on. And there's trust and there's knowledge that is older than my physical body and what I can articulate. Because when I'm in it, yes, it's new, but there's there's some energy within me and even the connections that I've made with people to show that there's something way older and beyond me within. 
and I still can't articulate it all, but I feel it. And that's part of what is allowing me to continue to challenge, to really question uh, what's what's meant for me and what's true to me. And that, that's going to change. That's going to evolve. And what worked for me a year ago, I could lean back into and I'm like, wow, why is this doing nothing? Because I'm evolving. So that no longer works for me. And that's okay, but you have to lead with curiosity. At the end of the day, you have to lead with it. And you have to trust that through trial and error, you're going to find what works for you. And there, there's, there's no shortcut. Yes, you might, you might stumble upon something that works right away. Like, kudos, that's awesome. The reality is, and for a lot of people out there, and for me included, that that's not how it works. There is no special formula. There's no A plus B equals C. Like you have to remove all that shit and just surrender to what's meant for you is going to be meant for you, and what's going to come up is going to come up. And the growth and the the joy that is going to be the flip side of that makes it worth it 100 that's all i that's all i got kim all right well i'm glad that you you do definitely sound a little bit calmer and so (laughs) uh yeah i think i think akira i got akira wound up with my energy (laughs) all right randy I want to say this again. If you are feeling depressed and you need to reach out to the lifeline, the number is 988. If you are interested in joining Randy's men's group, send him a DM or DM us at the Another Way to See It podcast, and we will put you in contact with how to get involved in that. And I guess I'll see you next time. Till next time, Kim. We're excited to announce that we're now on Patreon. Go to our show notes or our Instagram page, Another Way to See It podcast, for the link. Please be patient with us as we're navigating this new platform. See you there. If you enjoyed this episode of Another Way to See It, please be sure to subscribe, share the episode, and leave us a rating or a review. Also, don't forget to check out our Instagram page, Another Way to See It podcast, all one word. We'd love to hear from you, so reach out. <laughs>